Okay, good morning. We are going to be in Psalm 84 this morning. Psalm 84, and I'll go ahead and read that. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty! My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young, a place near your altar. Lord Almighty, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. Hear my prayer, Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, God of Jacob. Look on our shield, O God. Look with favor on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Lord Almighty, blessed is the one who trusts in you. As we read this psalm, uh, we're transported back to ancient Israel, to a familiar scene of the faithful making a journey to Jerusalem in order to worship God in his great temple. They're on a pilgrimage to the very presence of God, and as they go, their hearts are lifted in anticipation. Though our journey with God is different in many ways from the experience of, of our Hebrew forefathers, um, we too can enter into the heart and spirit of this psalm of longing, anticipation, and praise. Lord Almighty, my soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. It all begins with desire, as we've said before. Everything in me cries out for God. I've come to the place in life where I know my desperation for Him and Him alone. I long for Him. Even the sparrow has found a home, he says. The birds and animals and all of creation have a home. They know where they belong. And so it is with us who yearn for God. We've realized that this world is not our home, that we're foreigners here. But we know that we do have a home, and that that home is the presence of God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. That's our true home, the place where we belong, in the house of God, worshiping, praising his name. That's where we belong, and nothing else will ever satisfy. He goes on, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. We're happy when we finally realize we're not really strong and we stop trying to be or to prove that we are. We accept that God is strong and he offers us his strength. So our hearts are set on pilgrimage. Like the Israelites of old, we're determined to make it to the house of God. For them, it was Mount Zion, the city of Jerusalem, the holy temple. For us, it's eternal life with God forever, but also something else. Not only do we live in the hope of one day abiding in perfect communion with God, with no sin, to mar our worship. But we've been given a foretaste of that glory even now, the abiding presence of God through his Holy Spirit. And so our journey is to God, but it's also with God and in God. It's to eternal life, but somehow touched in this life as well. Like the psalmist, our pilgrimage will take us through the valley of Baca, the valley of weeping is what that means. And this was probably... Um, it was probably a physical valley, a place on the way to Jerusalem, but also a figurative idea of what it means to journey towards and with God. There'll be sorrow, there'll be loss, there'll be weeping, 
But even this will be turned to good. The dry wilderness valley of weeping will be turned to a place of refreshment. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. Even to be on this pilgrimage, though we have not fully reached our destination, and though there are valleys of weeping along the way, even this is better than anything else. God's presence in this life, and perfectly in eternity, is better than anything else. To be with Him, to honor Him, to glorify Him, that's true life. A thousand days of experiencing the world's pleasures and enticements can't even compare to the joy of one day with God. No good thing does He withhold from those whose walk is blameless. One of the great lies, I think, of the enemy is that God is holding out on you, that others have it better than you, that there are good things to be had, but he's denying them to you, that he doesn't have your best interest in mind. But none of that is true. He's not keeping anything good back from you. He's a good father, and he lavishes you and me with good things. And the best of all the good things, the one good that makes all the others dim into nothingness, is himself, his great presence and love and mercy. He is the prize, and he's not holding back. Jesus is better. Whatever else you're tempted to turn to for good things, Jesus is better. He's better than the accolades and honor of people, better than the pleasures and delights of food or drink, of sex, of competition, of fun. He's better than power or riches or fame or success or being the coolest kid on the block. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Father, it's true that there is nothing in this world to compare to you. And yet we often get fooled into setting our hearts on other things. Today, we determine instead to set our hearts on pilgrimage. We're determined to seek you and not be distracted. You're better than all the other stuff. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand anywhere else. You satisfy us, God. You're a good father and we're thankful for your gifts. There's nothing like your presence. Teach us, even today, to live in the light of eternity, to live on pilgrimage, to not make our home so much in this place. Teach us also to live in the awareness of your presence today, to abide in you, to rest in you, to trust in you. You are everything, our only hope and our great reward. Today, God, we earnestly seek you. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Amen.